Yeah, Ed Raymer of the Evanly Raymer Show. And we have two special guests. We're going to get right into it here in just a minute. We've been good enough to be joined by one of the Murfreesboro City Councilmen. Uh, Kurt Wade is here. And he brought up with him, and he's handcuffed to the desk here, one of our engineers, <laughs> Sam Huddleston, right? That's Sam, right? All right, Sam, how are you? Well, I am good today, Ed. Glad both to of you on. all are old pros at this. You're used to it. Kurt, you've been with me before. And uh, they're going to talk tonight. I, I called Kurt earlier in the week about the amphitheater. And I had been approached by a few people about this. And generally, all of you, you, you you're, you're not shy. You will approach me. And I don't know why you're approaching me and not Kurt or not Sam. Uh, <laughs> but that's fine. It doesn't make any difference. They're here. And uh, before we go on, fellas, thank you all. It's Sunday night. Thank you all for doing this. Kansas City is playing. And I, it's, yeah, let me know, Sam. How much? <laughs> it was a uh, I'll tell you, Mahomes is something else. And he said last week, uh, I want to tell a friend of mine, yeah, what do you got? 2013. Oh, man. He said the behind-the-back pass is coming. Get ready. And I can believe it from him. He I can really, do everything. It's not that he's a showboat. He just he gets in situations. I've seen him toss that ball underhanded many times. You know, you got nowhere else to put it. But, Sam, thank you. It's good to meet you. Yeah, yeah I, nice I don't know if you. I mentioned before, Kurt, always good to have you Same here. here. Thank you for having me. And uh, I'll tell you what, Jax, let's go ahead and get started. Jackson's on the board. I know he'll do a good job as usual. And for right now, though, my name is Edwin Lee Raymer, and yes, I am still a private investigator. Welcome aboard. This is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show with your host, Ed Raymer, on your good neighbor station, News Radio, WGNS Murfreesboro. I guess I am ready. And that is a little stiff upper lip for you from ACDC. And this is the Emily Raymer Show. And yes, I'm your host, Ed Raymer. This show is produced at the studios of WGNS AM 1450, 100.5, 101.9 FM, right here in the heart of the great volunteer state, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Now, you can reach us tonight, all of us, with your questions, comments, or thoughts at 615-893-1450. That's 615-893-1450. You can also send us a text to that number, and our producer will be more than happy to read it over the air for you, for those of you who do not wish to be heard live on live radio, and we certainly understand that. Now, you can also listen to us via the internet at WGNSRadio.com. That's WGNSRadio.com, and you can find us, all of us, we're on Facebook right now, Facebook Live at the Evan Lee Ramers Show on WGNS, and you can also download the WGNS app and take WGNS with you and go listen wherever you go, listen whenever you wish. Angela was in here earlier tonight. She does Simplicity uh, at 6 o'clock. And I don't know, Kurt, you were caught in the middle of that bunch of women. What were they talking about? I mean, might have been a sale at Penny somewhere. They, they were waiting <laughs> on you to come in. They were actually, they actually, believe it or not, they were talking about mental health. Well, I guess you want I to told, move on after yeah, that. I told, <laughs> no, I told Carolyn last week, I said, y'all been talking about mental health. I said, yeah, because you, between you and Angela, both Carolyn Cox, you've been driving me crazy since I've known you. So, 
I, I don't guess I should say that. <laughs> no, not the hell. Good thing I mean, to say, yeah. Ed. They're talking about mental health, and you're bringing it back to them. They're a good bunch of gals, I'll tell you. They, they really, really are. are. Okay. And listen to Angela. She's on every Sunday at uh, 6, and she's just done a great job. Simplicity is her show, and we just love her to death. Okay. Uh, Kurt, I called you first. Let's talk about this amphitheater. What happened? What brought it back? Uh, they were You were going to do it, didn't do it. Uh, just start, okay, if you would. Well, I think when uh, Bourbon Brothers first approached us, uh, the consent was that the location was bad, and the location being on Medical Center Parkway. Next to the fire hall. Uh, next to the fire hall, right. correct. Okay. Next to the fire hall across from the hospital. Right, sure. And... Um, I think we really didn't get a chance to digest, to really see what was going on, see how this was, was going to impact our community. So I think the council really wasn't up to doing this at first. But I brought it back to the table because we need to look at where we live first. That's the key point. Sure. We, we live in Music City. Every True. Everybody yeah. around us has an amphitheater or a venue that's exactly. steady growing. Right. And, and it makes sense. If you look at the big picture right now, it makes sense. I'm not going to say this is a perfect place to put it, but you know what? It's a good place to put it. Sure. Okay. You know, everybody said, hey, could have moved it out on 840. You could have, but sure. was there land to buy on 840? Yeah, there was There was land to buy on 840, and I, I had the opportunity to meet with the uh, Notes Live team. Uh, at their very initial inquiry with the city of Murfreesboro, and we had a chance to sit down with them, and so they asked some questions. We looked at, at several properties, but the but – they we they kept going back to that uh, particular property. They asked about traffic counts. They asked about you know some other things. And the, they in went the back to this particular. They they, they, they were interested. They expressed yeah, they a lot of interest back to it because they they understood that the you know that the the city uh, certainly had a uh, room for an entertainment venue. Yeah. Uh, something like what we don't have in which in we do not have right now. Correct. Exactly. Now, Kurt, you and I touched this the other day. And I don't know, Sam, if you can, I don't know if you remember or not. We went to a bunch of shows over the years at MTSU. Tons of shows. Tons of them. Everything yeah. from Elvis Presley to. Every big All the big guys. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and that seats 10,000, 10,000 for a show like that. Uh, this is proposed to seat around, you said, Sam, 4,500. 4, 4, and 4, and the, 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 the arrangement of seating is really unique here, too, because the amphitheater, they have um, uh, proposed 60 fire pits uh, that would be private uh, spaces, kind of like suites. Uh, those actually, really? yeah, those actually you can you can purchase an ownership interest in in this amphitheater, and I'm not doing an ad for them. Right, I'm just sharing with you <laughs> their yeah, their sure. business plan, and then they have uh, 2,500 or so structured seats. Uh, the 60 fire pits would seat just about 400 people, uh, and then the balance to get to 4,500 is actually lawn seating. Right, and yeah. so what uh, what would Actually, probably be the case is that the the fire pit seating and the structured seating would would be used most shows. Some of the right, okay, and, and then when you get into lawn seating um, and carry in a blanket, carry in a um, you know a folding chair or something like that, it, uh, it's going to be some of the bigger shows. And 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 as we talked just before the show too. Um, uh, there's a variety of acts that travel and and perform in Middle Tennessee. Not all of them can fill up Bridgestone Arena. True. Uh, right. Very few of them could could uh, perform at Titan Stadium. 
sure, uh, and, sure. and make that worth their while just to activate that. And so uh, the, the, one of the reasons that, that Notes Live really picked uh, this seating size and this seating vision, venue, um, in addition to matching it up to the size of our property, was that it fit the market as well. Right. And so as they researched, uh, did their due diligence on uh, the opportunities for a venue of this size, they got a lot of feedback from the music professionals, music in- industry, and venue operators who said that they felt like there was a a, a gap or a, right. a spot in there. I see. Yeah, I see. I've never yes. thought of that. You're exactly right. Yeah. Um, now, okay, Kurt, let's, let's get into it. Right. I had a fellow talk to me. He said, What's this interest-free stuff for 20 years? Interest-free. Sam, do we have anything interest-free for 20 years? <laughs> well, so so as, as a part of our buy-sell agreement with Notes Live, um, and they closed on the property in December, so they're physically True. the owner of it. Okay. Um, we do have a... Uh, How much? What, $18 million or what the co- I mean, the cost of the property. What did they pay? The, the cost of the property is $3.26 million. $3.26 I'm yeah. sorry. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and that's being paid back over, um, over a 20-year period. Mm-hmm. Uh, would start... Um, the day uh, that, that payment would start, the um, would kick in, or the note would kick in when they after they opened their first building. Sure. So about okay. about about fifteen to eighteen months out. Okay. Um, and and so part of our economic analysis on this, and and when the city chooses to um, uh, participate in an economic development opportunity, our mayor and council demand of us, our citizens should demand of us an analysis of that. Right. Um, why should we do this? What are the benefits to the city? Um, it's, it's jobs, it's, um, uh, sales tax, property tax revenue and those sorts of things. And so we did that economics analysis. And one of the things we did look at was how much it cost us for the land, um, right. And then, how long we've that land has been idle? Now um, you've had this. You tell me since the city's had this since ninety or ninety one. Late nineties. Late nineties. Yes, okay. we assembled. Uh, we assembled about four hundred acres in the uh, Manson, right. old Manson Pike area. Right. Um, uh, and and some some listeners may remember this, but it was for the Commerce Center property or Commerce sure. Center project. Yeah. Right. Um, and uh, that got refocused under Richard Reeves' administration, and right. that particular mayor and council uh, said that that um, uh, our goal or our vision for this property then would be use that for white collar jobs, um, employment generating, and economic development opportunities. And so, um, uh, mayors and council following that particular group have have held to that. Uh, sure. So we've had that we've had that property um, in, in uh, city possession, which means it hasn't been doing anything except uh, we mow it and maintain it. Right. But it hasn't been sure. creating uh, jobs, hasn't been creating so property the, tax, sales tax, those sorts of things. So Sam, the job impact uh, they're anticipating to employ about two hundred. About two hundred, and some of those would be full time, some would be part time. Sure. Um, the 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 real. Uh, push on this though would be on the uh, sales tax and property tax side. So the um, uh, the part of our economic analysis also concluded 50 million in uh, annual local economic, economic impact. impact. Yeah. Yes. So okay. that's partly for the uh, uh, venue itself, and then partly by the economic av- activity created from just the venue being Someone there. comes for a show, spend a night in a hotel room, eat at a local restaurant, exactly. it goes on. Yeah. Yes. Right. Okay, now, 
Uh, the next question. Is, yes. On. But that's not even talking about sales and property tax. Sales and property tax is sure. talking about $1.4 a year. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Sales and property tax. Yeah. Now, of course, notes, is it Notes Live? Notes Live. They, uh, they have other venues across the country. I'm sure. Yes. So uh, we had the opportunity um, following some of the initial visits. They said, hey, why don't y'all come to, to, to Colorado Springs where they have the uh, um, the restaurant, uh, Bourbon Brothers Smokehouse and Tavern, as well as Boot Barn Hall, which is the indoor event venue, uh, right. both of which are planned for, for the Murfreesboro location. Uh, and so Kurt and, and I and some other uh, senior staff, as well as our uh, chairman of our planning commission, had the opportunity to fly out to Colorado Springs, see the campus, meet the development team, uh, and, and we were actually, we ate lunch there in the venue, uh, not in the venue, but in the, the restaurant. restaurant, and then we, we were there uh, that night. They uh, just happened that they had a show that was on purpose on our part. We wanted to see how it performed so how, it functions. Parked, how sure. it functioned mm-hmm. uh, and and get a sense for how it would fit into our community and how big a venue was this roughly so this uh this venue was an indoor venue it seated about 500 and it was a full service uh menu right uh, so whatever okay. they made in the in the kitchen you could have it and and so you were so it was if i could say it this way dinner and a show okay. at the same time right yeah. okay now what about uh i'll tell you what let's go to our first series of breaks okay and uh folks we've been good enough to be joined with kurt wade city councilman city of murfreesboro and sam hulson who's here is there are you lead engineer one of the engineers oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, i'm sorry yeah. so recently last week sam was just named assistant city manager that's right. So That's you keep right. saying engineer, but I want to make sure that we give him his proper title. Okay. Because he's looking at me kind of funny because nobody knows his title now. I mean, it's only been a week, Sam. Calm yeah. down. He may That's not right. want anybody to know his title. <laughs> well, exactly. <laughs> yes. So, so we did have a Assistant city manager. Okay. Correct. Why is that pothole in, my front, in front of my house not fixed yet, Sam? When are you going to do that? Uh, I'm on, we'll call Greg Brooks right after this because you told me earlier you were in the county. Ah, I've opened my big mouth again. Okay. They, these gentlemen are with us for the balance of the hour. And we're talking about we're talking about infrastructure. We're talking about uh, the new amphitheater that's going to be going in. We hope and we think it will, and and some other things. So, I'll tell you what. Stay with us. Jackson's on the board. We're going to go to our first series of breaks. This is Ed Raymer for the Edmund Lee Raymer Show. Back with you right after this. Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. 
Hey, this is Ed, everybody. want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low-maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now, you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at completeyardcaretn.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. All right, we are back. And Sam Hulson's with us. The new assistant city manager, I've been told. <laughs> and Brother Kurt Wade, who's with us, Murfreesboro City Council. We're talking about this um, new amphitheater. Now, tell us who is doing the infrastructure on this. I'm going to throw it right out there to you, Sam. Okay. Or Kurt, either one of you. Yes. And so, uh, part of our, our development agreement, and quite honestly, something we would look at at any large development right. such as this is is what's its impact on our infrastructure sure. uh, that's something we ask of every project and so uh, notes live has put together a response to our uh, portion of that uh, the the uh, the property is ready to go as far as utilities on site so water's there sewers there uh, you know we got the west fork of the stones river right behind this uh, so for drainage uh, communications, gas, all of that is already available. That's already the there? Yes. Okay. Uh, the, the biggest need that uh, and the biggest impact that, that this property will have will be on, on traffic. And so there's a, uh, a good bit of work that they'll be doing. They'll be adding some signalization, some turning lanes. Turning lanes. Uh, yeah, right. And those elements. And all that will yeah. be in Medical Center Parkway and Gateway Boulevard. Uh, and it is their responsibility. Um, at the same time that we were coordinating with uh, Notes Live and reviewing their um, uh, their their plans, uh, the mayor and council also considered uh, wholesale or full corridor improvements to Medical Center Parkway. And, and uh, uh, Kurt will remember as those came to the workshop and then back to the council for funding that, that we plan to widen uh, to six lanes Medical Center Parkway from I-24 to Broad Street. Uh, along with some signalization improvements and intersection improvements uh, along the route. Uh, that was uh, timing-wise uh, uh, at the same time as Notes Live was making its way through the process, but they were two independent things. Uh, we've, we planned uh, Medical Center Parkway uh, 20 years ago. We planned for that to eventually be widened right. to six lanes. Yeah. And, um, and uh, as we hear mm -hmm. from from our uh, residents and our motorists and as we also monitor those traffic conditions we know especially at the i-24 medical center parkway area um, that um, additional laneage capacity will be necessary so okay. i think i think maybe the idea that uh, the city spending money on medical center parkway while notes live is also uh, building, building they're related but but uh, but we're not 
putting in their infrastructure. I'd also mention okay. St. Thomas Rutherford Hospital. Um, they're building a uh, – they, they just re- re- um, completed a couple of additions there, some expansions. They're building a 1,000 uh, space, structured parking garage that's <coughs> going to be going on at the same time. Um, they're continuing to grow their presence on Medical Center Parkway. Yeah. Uh, we we um, uh, continue to see some growth in that um, fountains area. Fountains area. Fountains Scott, area. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Scott yeah. Graby is uh, has, has has plans approved for his phase two, uh, and and looks to be coming out of the ground this spring. And so there's and then there's some lots of other activity on uh, in the avenues area. Uh, Kurt that we know about and and they're in the process of getting plans reviewed and approved TDK and some others Clary Park yeah and and so the city's needed this improvement we needed uh, Medical Center Parkway to be improved whether notes live comes or or if they don't right so, Kurt. The, so the other thing too Sam I think what people don't realize is how big is the acreage it's 20 acres that notes live is getting correct and I think people underestimate how big that is Yes, so um, so the city purchased uh, about uh, 400 acres between Thompson Lane and Broad Street, but in that corridor, there's probably 2,000 acres. Yeah. And so this is 1% of that, um, the capacity of the, of the event venue we've talked okay. about at 4,500. Right. It, it's not a UT stadium. No, um, yeah, sure. It's um, it's not MTSU. It's not it's, Floyd Stadium. It's sure. not Floyd Stadium. Right. Uh, you know, it might match up on some nights with what you might see at an MTSU basketball game. Right. We got yeah. a we got a late um, afternoon, early evening start, and a late evening dismiss from MTSU, which so should th- not be a problem with this venue. Correct. Out there, and you know, uh, I mention this ever so often. My brother is a fireman at Franklin. He's mm-hmm. lieutenant. He's lieutenant over there. Appreciate his he service. He said we've got yeah, and he said we've got uh, one problem with Medical Center Parkway when it was put in. There are no. There's not an apron on it for emergency vehicle, and we all know what that traffic is like at four or five o'clock in the afternoon. Exactly. If you've got a fire truck's got to get through there, it's a bit of a problem. And, and like you say, we're putting in a turning lane. Even yeah. turning lanes would have been you know anything to help. But I know we've got to have the beautification. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> well, it, but I mean, he, he, he brings about a valid point because if you need an ambulance, I mean, you are going to the hospital, and, you know, and, it's and, there. and I'll yeah. tell you this. Yeah. Look, in hindsight, yes, that's what should have sure. happened. Okay. And I think as we, as we've looked in the last 10 to 15 years, Sam can attest to this. We know that we need additional lanage out there. That's why we've gone back and looked at a study to say, what can we do to help traffic along the way? And think about medical assistance, anything that needs to get down Medical Center Parkway. Sure. So we we work very closely with, uh, with, of course, the Murfreesboro Fire Rescue Department. Um, They are able to respond um, very comfortably there. We also talk with EMS. Th- their primary route into the hospital most of the times is not me- Medical Center Parkway. There are occasions where that is the um, primary route they'll take, but it's it's not the only route. The other thing I would mention about the emergency traffic um, is that uh, when, when Medical Center Parkway was first constructed with the median, um, there were no side streets, there were no 
uh, turning lanes. Turning lanes. Yeah. And so as, as we've seen that develop, especially that area between Thompson Lane and I-24, the development along that has built much of that third lane that we plan for. Uh, the city, our project actually, Kurt, will will go through and complete the gaps yeah. in that. Yep. And so with that extra third lane and with, with motorists who um, have some other options now for turning lanes and driveways and interests, they can certainly yield to, to mercy right. traffic in, okay. in most situations. Uh, and we also asked the question, uh, knowing that the event the 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 um, uh, amphitheater event would be active, say, from about five o'clock to about ten o'clock. Right. We ask our our fire department to look at the number of calls they have during that time, and we also ask um, the EMS folks about the number of ambulance runs they have. And so we know that there will be some emergency traffic that will run uh, okay. during the event. We know okay. that. We yeah. know. Uh, we've, we've got enough information on emergency calls and traffic counts and ambulance runs, so we know that. So what we've asked Notes Live to be ready to do uh, is to do what we would call an event day plan. And they'll know a few right. weeks in advance yeah. right. of a sold-out show. Sure. They'll know when they book an act, is this a 2,000-ticket uh, act or is this a 4,500-ticket act? Sure. And we'll, we'll ask them for that very specific event day plan which would include working with our emergency responses, emergency services, um, uh, police. Uh, police fire dispatch, yeah. uh, EMS dispatch, the hospital to make sure that that they're ready for uh, the potential conflicts that might come. Understood. And, and, and Sam, I think, I think uh, as Sam was talking about traffic, we, we've really never had to use traffic control around here. If you go to Nashville where they, they run everybody out of Titan Stadium all the way to right. the interstate. Yeah. We can do the exact same thing from from where Notes Live is, and we, we run them all the way to 24. How long is that going to take? It's not going to take all that yeah. long. And, no. and when, when we're talking about this, we also have to understand traffic is only going to be from probably from 6 to 8. And maybe from 10 to 11 or 11 to 12. Right. And what kind of traffic are we going to have from 11 to 12? The most the most traffic we're going to probably have is somewhere between 6 and 8. But sure. If, but if we're running traffic control and we're controlling the traffic, it helps uh, keep things from bagging up. It, traffic right. gets bagged up now because we don't have traffic control. Right. But if we got traffic control... That's where we're going to control to get them in, and once you get everybody into the venue, everything's fine. Exactly. And like at ten or eleven o'clock at night, that I can tell you, I've been out there many times. Yes. It's not going to be an issue. Exactly. That's not going to be a problem. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, parking. Now we all know all these stadiums are built for. Kurt and I were talking the other day for. We'll seat eighty-one thousand people. Okay, how's your parking? We got parking for four hundred cars. You know, that's been the age-old problem. But now, Kurt, you and I talk. If we can get along with some of those local merchants out there at nine o'clock, most of those are closing, and you could even run shuttles to run people back and forth. Because if you're talking, let's go, let's go totally to the wall with it. Five thousand, you're going to be there. You're talking roughly about twenty-five hundred cars. Yeah, you know. That's because you got two people to a car. Generally, you know, it's not it's not like we're we're bringing in ten thousand. But now I'm sure the people will provide some parking. Maybe that's on a on a hot shot basis or a VIP basis. That's fine. What's the total parking? I think we're I think they're I think we're at um, in in, in 
I've looked at so many numbers on their parking right. out there. I think they're able to park around a thousand cars on the property. That's pretty good for that venue. It's either a thousand or fifteen hundred, but also two. And what they've done is tried to develop a relationship. And I know they've talked to Scott Graby at the Fountains about doing parking at his sure. his facility as right. well. Sure. So I, I'm not concerned about parking. Okay. Uh, I right. think with what's in the scope of the medical center area, I think they can uh, pr- they can provide parking for everything. You can have shuttles running back and forth. Sure. So I'm not concerned about parking. I think our okay. main concern is we'll make sure we we can handle traffic. Sure. Yeah. Right. And so we did ask them as a part of their their submittal plans to do a, a pretty detailed analysis. Uh, we have a a good history of venue operation uh, from other similar size venues and similar uh, uh, studies that are out there so the the industry will tell you that something that that is happening at these venues that is not in our regulations and that is ride share and so they expect um, and historically other venues like that there's about a somewhere between a 15 and a 25 percent ride share component that will not need to park they will need they will need traffic right. to get there. Drop okay. off. And, Drop off. And, yeah. and so um, and so we've we've worked very hard to identify how that operates, where it will be, making sure that uh, and so so twenty uh, percent of that venue would be a thousand eight hundred, sure. let's say. So using your math, that's four hundred ride shares at the right. at the start, yeah. right. and it's four hundred ride share uh, vehicles at the end of the show sure. and so accommodating those would be part of it uh and that's a different accommodation than having a parked car for five hours it's mm-hmm. um it's it's seven minutes for drop off 15 minutes for pickup pick yeah something right. like that you know when this whole thing come about I, and I, I can tell you and kurt you're younger than me and sam i don't know if you remember but all of us immediately revert back to starwood Exactly. The Starwood Amphitheater. That's what oh, they're not going to build one of those. Where are they going to put all that stuff? This is nowhere near. Starwood was what, Sam? 20,000. Was it 20,000? I think, I think they month? had a seated, yeah. a lawn Most seating. Most of us had to sit on the lawn, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, they I'm had, th- I think, seven or 8,000 seats underneath the, Correct, the canopy, yes. something like that. Uh, but it was a good venue and successful for years. It's uh, gone into terrible situation now with the, the financing and all, or lack of financing, I should say. But uh, there were some great shows there. People have great memories of that. I see them posted on Facebook all the time. and uh, But I think that's the first thing people started thinking is, you know, wow, we can't have a Starwood here. Well, this is not it. We're looking at four or 5,000 seats versus 18 20. or 20. Yeah, 18 yeah. or 20. So... And even even with Starwood in, in that eighteen to twenty, not every show was a was a sellout. Oh no, I've been to many. You could just walk. I mean, you know, not everybody. You know, let's let's face it. Not everybody's going to pay. You know, two hundred dollars a seat to see Ed Raymer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I doubt we're going to move anybody yeah. for yeah. the Ed and Kurt show. Yeah. Right? <laughs> It'll be a show, all right. Kurt, do you have something you want to comment on? You yeah. Have something? Go ahead. I, th- I think what also is opportunity to bring something different to Murfreesboro, and we think about how many people leave here and go shows to Franklin, right, Huntsville. Uh, Nashville on a weekly basis if we can capture some of that audience here and bring some of that outside traffic here I think that's a home run for our community right and you know a lot of those bigger artists yeah uh, for example the 
I'm just throwing this out there now, and I follow some of these groups. I'm older than a lot of you. Well, me and Sam are up there. You know, you're not. But the Rolling Stones, for he example. Just, he just looks young. See, he wears that ball cap. I'm, I'm 34. Someone was asking me, how old are you? You're, 30, you're, you're 28. I said, no, 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 I'm 34. But, <laughs> but the Stones, when they go into town anymore, lots of times they'll have the huge arena. But then they like to play it small. But they like to play it small. They'll go to a, a, a three or four, five thousand seat yeah. club, and do a show there too. Like if they're in New York or if they're in St. Louis, may do the outdoor stadium, then do want to do a small show. That that's stones for you, you know. And there's a lot of acts that are doing that to make it available to people that have never seen them or would like to just see them yeah. and not want to shell out three hundred dollars for a ticket. You know. and I, and I, I, I think for the for the artist for the the true artist um, true they like that uh, more intimate setting they love it uh, yeah managing managing a you know a Titan Stadium or some type of outdoor stadium Vanderbilt yeah. Stadium the the acoustics and the the, the sound yeah. and the perform live performance yeah, right. it's tough on an artist. Uh, yeah, but yeah. but as you tighten that up and get that smaller, and especially going into an indoor venue, um, you know it's it's going to be a better opportunity for the artist. And the, well, and that's the what I heard Keith Richards say one night. They like the small. And he said, yeah. for example, he was doing an interview with a guy. I said, you know, Jagger works. Uh, of course, he's their front man. Okay, obviously, and said he does a great job. Said, but I mean, he's on huge stages now. Said, how does that compare? I mean, you know, can he even does? Do y'all even do smoke? He said, let me tell you something. And they were sitting at a small table there. Said Mick can work his table. <laughs> so that's where we started. And them, the Beatles, Paul McCartney, all those guys. That's where they started. Were the small clubs. And they, you know, I said, hey, let's do a small club. You know, it might be, might be fun. I know Puckett's has had a lot of artists sure. down there that go down there. My wife's got Bryce Long has, has played down there. They love it. I'm looking you know? up on um, Huntsville's website, their amphitheater. Brad Praisley is going to be there. Sure, I mean, that's, that's I don't huge. Doubt it. and he no. won't have any problem filling up the eight eight thousand. No, probably he, likes, sure. he usually plays in bigger venues, but he also likes to play in just smaller venues, sure. just like he just said. Ed. Sure, yeah. you know, and and I think the 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 point Kurt Kurt made about diversifying our uh, our area it's it's true in education, it's true in um, employment, it's true in economics, it's it's true in retail. Uh, having that that broader diversified base helps us um helps us um um, in in good times but it also helps us in tough times by having that spread out and if we become a you know a a a one-trick pony a one-horse right yeah then uh you know we 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 won't rise or fall on notes live but notes live can actually come in and 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 give us a more diversity a broader base for our our uh, entertainment and food uh, industry than we than we currently have. The other thing that that I think should be exciting to the to the um, uh, retail and food and beverage on uh, Medical Center Parkway, it's going to bring a, a, a new dimension uh, that hasn't been there before. True. Um, uh, and, and Scott Graby's done some 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 interesting uh, things, some novel ideas there with uh, the skating rink that he does there. Sure. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's he's agreed to host, uh, for example, Jazz Fest this May, mm-hmm. um, as there's been some some transition in okay. that, yeah. uh, and I think maybe uh, has has said that he would also hold host it the next year. Uh, we believe that Notes Live may take that on when they get their their 
Well, business open. Kurt, we were talking about traffic. They've shut down the square for many, many a year now for Jazz Fest. All the time. All the time. Yeah. So it's not, yeah. you know, I come from different meetings and things. It's not a problem. Yeah. I mean, you learn your way around. I mean, you have to educate yourself, but it's not that big a deal. And then let's see. Uh, I think I think Uncle Dave Macandays was hosted this oh, yeah. October oh, yeah. at yeah. Uh, at the fountains, and uh, and and I know maybe Experience Church had a. Uh, um, a, a day at the fountains that estimated 5,000 people were on the grounds with Scott Graby out there. Uh, our fireworks show, fireworks Kurt, show back uh, this yep. year, we estimated twenty to 30,000 people in there. And, and a right. lot of those are one-time one events. but Sure, but, once a year. But it provides a dimension and some depth and breadth in that Med Center Parkway area, and really, quite honestly, in the Murfreesboro market that, that we don't currently have. Well, and Sam, here's the thing, and, and here's what we're talking about. Murfreesboro, Rutherford County, has changed. It certainly has. When we had the shows back in the 80s, and Kurt, you were in the 90s, 90s. at MTSU, uh, this is a whole different ballgame now. Yeah. You have you have different venues. You have the outdoor venues. Amphitheaters have grown. They're, 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 they're growing big. in popularity. Yeah. They're yeah. big. Uh, the true artists love, love those things. And uh, it's a different ballgame now. You know, tickets cost more. But people are still willing to pay it. I see. I, I didn't, you know, so I, I used to, you know, me and wife talk about it all the time. Of course, <laughs> again, remember when we used to go to a show and it was like $15 to get in. Well, those days are long gone. That's correct. Okay. Yeah, they had some and, zeros on that. <laughs> yeah. He had a bunch of in some yeah. cases. Yeah. And uh, I'm telling you, it's, uh, it's, it's just, and, and, and like I, we were talking during the break, folks, I think this puts another page in the resume of Murfreesboro, and yes, even Rutherford County, that says, hey, look here, we've got a venue like this, and it can work, okay? So um, one of the things that um, um, our uh, mayor and council, and Kurt was, was involved in this, uh, at a recent retreat, they identified uh, some things, some, some visions, some goals, some priorities for the city of Murfreesboro, and one of the things was to, was to develop the city brand um, and, and I think I'm saying that right, Kurt, where yeah. um, where we really needed to have uh, or shape or create or improve perhaps our image. How Murfreesboro. We're perceived. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Who are we? And I'm going to tell you, brand. that is happening because I talked to Bart Walker a couple years ago about this. And I have family and friends in Kentucky that are coming. We're going to Murfreesboro. It used to be, you know, oh, you're down there. Yeah, you're down there in Nashville. No, not anymore. They'll say, okay, now let's see. We're hearing a lot. You're li you live in Murfreesboro, don't you? Yes. We've heard about that place. And the, it, it is, you know, and I got to tell you, a big part of what I did with people with their children was this soccer development. I got to tell you, I never played soccer. Yeah. You know, I didn't. I mean, it was, I, that, it was that unusual ball yeah. that was yeah, in was the that, that, PE that, set, right? That colored ball, that <laughs> black, ball. black and white colored yeah. ball. I don't know what that was. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, uh, I mean, I had friends tell me, said, man, y'all got, got amazing complexes down there. And and we do, you know. I've never paid any attention to it. I mean, well, of course. We, we've got amazing sports complex. we got the uh, Greenway. And th mm -hmm. and those are selling twos when people, when they want to come in and look at our city. At, at sure. Bringing right. Their company here. Mm -hmm. And and you have to have that to, to be a driving force. And I think that's why we've invested so much money in those two <laughs> entities right there to make, that, make <coughs> sure me. those are some of the things that are good for our city. 
And I've right. had the opportunity over the years to sit in front of CEOs and other economic development opportunities. And I, one very, very real discussion I had, and it's a company that actually relocated here, uh, and they're open now here. But uh, we were talking with the management of Woods Air Products, uh, and they were a U.K.-based company. They had a North American presence years ago and through a series of events uh, lost that presence. Um retracted their business to the to England and right. and so we're setting in a an economic development visit nobody else it was a handful of us there with with the uh, management of the company and the and the 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 president looked at me and he said you know what I really want to know he said I'm picking a place uh, to relocate my business and I've got to make a a business decision about that but I want you to understand I'm also picking a place to relocate my family that's he exactly said, right so yeah, he said exactly I right. and, and and I'm relocating executives and so uh, I'm going to ask people to make sacrifices and move to a new community so this is more than just us deciding uh, is this a good business place for my business it's also is it a good place to live and so we asked about that and I said well look look at the room and there were several um, leaders in our that, that help us with economic development from the chamber and various other walks. And I said, ask these folks how many of them live in Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Right. Yeah. And all and, their hands went up. Yeah. And, you know, it's uh, they're coming here. But when you ask a, a man or woman to do that, you're talking about people pulling up roots. Correct. They may have been in right. a town, a small town, their entire life. It's hard to do, you know. And you you, you got to have your hats off to them. But to make them feel welcome here. Okay, now I got to do something here. I got to sell some soap and I got to read the mail. <laughs> Sharon, thank you. Sharon Porterfield Carroll and Elmore White. She's all the way down to Chattanooga. Larry, thank you for listening as always. And I'll tell you, we're going to go to our last series of breaks. And I've got a question from Rommel McMurray. Naturally, he's going to shift gear. <laughs> I ask you when, you when we come back when the groundbreaking for the West Side Park will be now that the land swap deal with Middle Tennessee Electric has been finalized. When will the proposed plans be shown to the public? Ramel, thank you. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll be right back. We're on our last series of break. Jackson's going to take you to it right now. Stay with us. Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. I felt so alone scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Hey, this is Ed, everybody. Want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now you can reach them at 615-785-785. 
888-888-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at completeyardcaretn.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Northfield Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. So they turned the mic on before I clear my throat. I'm a professional that way. All right, thank you. Uh, Rom, Rommel, we're going to answer your question. But, Kurt, once again, there. And I'm sorry if you missed your football game, but uh, we can catch it on replay. Jackson, okay. thanks for – oh, we're tied up. Yeah. We're going to get to watch some football when we get home. <laughs> <laughs> of course, what else is new with pro football? We've got – oh, just a few minutes. we got about 15 minutes left. Uh Ramel's question, the West Side thing. So the uh, West Side Park, uh, I had brought this back up to council back um, last, uh, last year and just said that's one of the things that we had committed to building a park on the West Side. And somehow yeah. with everything that had happened with COVID and everything else, we put it to the side. But sure. we have put it back on the burner. And one thing um, I can say is we will break ground on the West Side Park this year. We're in we're in we're we're in the master stages, planning master yes. planning stages right. right now, so we will break ground. And Kurt, I'm glad you brought that up. You know, we forget this COVID thing. We're still yeah, it's all yeah. new to us. And there's a lot of oh yeah, and there's a lot of people that I mean, a lot of things that were put on were put on hold because it, it, of that on the back burner. Yeah, yeah. you just said yeah, it was, a, know, it was a new way of thinking. It was a new way of living, and we all had to adjust. Yeah. And and some things that we couldn't we couldn't get done then, but we can get them done now. And so it, it's really no excuse. We're not making an excuse because we did commit a park to the west side. You know, our vision at one time was bigger than what we could chew, and we had to bite the bullet. And we had well, to say. That, and you know, it came up this week, and 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 my hands are off to all you people, not just elected people, Sam, but you too, being an assistant city manager. You know. When this thing happened two, two and a half years ago now, if I had been, I put myself, and I said, and somebody was telling, ah, they made us take all them shots, they did and shutting businesses down. I said, look, if I'd have been mayor of the county, mayor of any particular city, we've got Smyrna, Laverne, Eagleville, all these, of course, that's here in Murfreesboro, I wouldn't have known what to tell people to do. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know. It was a, it was an interesting time having having been um, sure. you know here with the city and and as some of that information came out right. and and then as we got feedback from the, from the 
governor and from the state and, and assembled our leadership team and elected officials. Yes, it was an interesting time. Um, I don't want to go through it again. Don't, we don't. That's yeah. certainly true. We don't yeah. want to go through that again. But we we learned a lot, and I'll tell right. you from from some of our city activities, we we accomplished some things that we had been planning to do, Kurt, for ten years. Ten years. We yeah. did in three weeks because of necessity, Ed. And it, it forced us to do some things. It forced us to look at some things. And I was, you know, was really pleased and amazed at how how our city staff reacted and responded to that. And in right. that, in, in in the things that that were facing our community, um, how how we were uh, resilient and resourceful, and and right. um, and industrious. Well, and, and let's look through the looking glass the other way. Those projects, Sam, that. Uh, okay, I know. Yeah, I know this is important to you. But put it on. Get it out. It's not. It, just wasn't big enough to be concerned about right now those projects got done some of i'm sure they did yes because okay i'll tell you what since we've been with this you know we've been talking to this small company let's see what we can do for them and i'm sure a lot of that happened too to sort of clear out the uh, clear out clear off the desk you know and it doesn't ever take it hurt to take step back and take a breath and just take a break too that's and, right you know and, so um so and to go back um supplement what Kurt said um, our, our land swap with Middle Tennessee Electric did close in January right. uh, we had projected that it would close somewhere between December 31st and February 28th and it closed 3rd and 4th of January so w- we now have the 150 acres south of Berkshire uh, good for us Middle Tennessee Electric had, had spent a good bit of money studying that property o- right. already yeah. and so we have the benefit of, of those previous studies um, and and conversely, good for Middle Tennessee Electric because t- Kurt, we too, the city had spent uh, a good bit of money studying the property at 840 and and, exactly. and veterans, and so Middle Tennessee Electric and how the community and how we'll we'll see that property utilized benefited from that. So uh, this this past week, we uh, we asked our our uh, engineering team and purchasing team to to uh, put together a request for qualifications. We'll be looking for that park master planner property master planner that we can bring on in the next uh, uh, couple weeks three weeks four weeks or so um, and, and go to work on planning that uh, how we're going to utilize that property we um, we got right. a good bit of information yeah. from the from the mayor and council as we led up to that land swap and, and i had the opportunity to sit down with with uh, individually with uh, several members of council and the mayor and, and talk through that property and how we saw it uh, being master planned and how we saw it meeting some some needs for our community, and so as from that uh, we'll we'll take that next step and put a finer point on our plans at, um, at on that property and work toward uh, seeing some dirt move um, this year. Well, oh, I, I think you'll I think see the, it. I think the other thing too, uh, Sam, if you haven't driven out there on that on the west side of town. You'd be amazed on what's coming out there. Uh, oh, the T O T O A building is finished. Yeah. Middle Tennessee um, um, MMC Marshall Bar Medical Clinic. Clinic. That should be. Now, are you talking about soon. out Veterans Parkway? Yes. There. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. You miss that place for a month. Something. Will and I drive through there. If we go, if we go to Florida. Whatever. If yeah. we, we cut through there because we live right. outside. Our, me and my wife live out South Church. So do our children. You cut through there three months. Where in the world did that come from? They're moving you know, dirt every day. It's every every day. Yeah. So you know. uh, St. Thomas Rutherford is um, projected to open, I think I heard this on, uh, in fact, on WGNS uh, 
last week or two in right. March, mm-hmm. uh, toward the end of March, and they have an eight-bed community hospital that's opening there. Um, and what about the Vanderbilt thing? Is that Vanderbilt uh, has yeah. eighty acres? Um, right. They are approved uh, with certificate need for forty-two beds. Yeah. Forty-two. Forty-two. Okay. They've been to see us. Um, working through um, how they plan to utilize that property, and we're mm-hmm. expecting to hear from them soon on on their next steps there. Um, and then I would also uh, just for the folks that use that Veterans Parkway uh, 840 interchange, T Dot's mobilizing a contractor on Monday. Kurt, um, they'll be moving in there to work on signalization yeah. and interchange lighting at uh, at the on ramps and off ramps. At 840 and veterans. I think you better say okay. that again because I think those people out there on the website <laughs> want to hear that. Say that again, Sam. Yes. So <laughs> Monday, uh, a contractor who's who's working for TDOT um, uh, is will be mobilizing to Veterans Parkway and 840 to start um, an interchange lighting and signalization project. We'll be adding the the the, the high. Um, uh, so basically, so basically what the engineer is saying is this. I'm going to break it down. Yeah, break it down for me and you can understand. Yeah, I need okay. an interpreter. They're light out there at Veterans <laughs> okay. and 840. So it'll turn red, green, and yeah, yellow, yes. Yeah. Oh, red, signal, green. Okay, now, now, now I got you. Okay. We'll a, we're going to signalize the intersection. Yeah. See, we're also guys, putting interchange. You ever see these guys with these big degrees? They use a lot of these $3 words. working with T-Dot and we're transgressioning through. Kurt's my biggest fan, I tell you. I got it. I can tell he's yeah, really yeah. on your team. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll tell you. Okay, uh, we've got a, just a few minutes here. I want to ask each of you, or both of you together, thank you, Stevie Tap, for listening. I appreciate you uh, up in western Kentucky. Now, I know this doesn't affect you, but come on down here and visit us. We're, we're a good bunch of folks. Grew up with Stevie. Uh, uh, tell me something I don't know. Can you can you relate anything that might be again like Kurt's on the that's back coming. burner that's coming, or or is there other things you can't talk about? And folks, please believe me. And I know some of you will corner me this week. Well, you didn't ask them about that. Well, let me tell you, there's some things they're not at liberty to talk about. Okay, he's yeah. covering the mic. I, I got to be. I good. got one. Okay, he's got so something. so we we do know that uh, Clary Park is building their development right across from the mall we see all that dirt being moved sure. and it's being pushed pretty fast yes so i noticed there saw yeah. sidewalks and everything going yeah. in so we're, we're like. very yeah. excited about that but one of the piece of the elements that's coming is a restaurant pf chains pf chains yes and really we, yes really and son and i were down on west end last week we went to see vanderbilt play kentucky and I said, you know, I've never eaten P.F. Chang's. Never yeah. eat there. Yeah. Never have. Yeah. yeah. So that's. I think that's going to be good for our community. Yeah. 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 Okay. Another addition to our community. Yeah. Yeah. Now, so, let me ask you something. Is there any way we could get Sam out of this UT gear and get him in some University of Kentucky club? <laughs> We're working on that. <laughs> I mean, you know, I grew, so, up, I grew up five miles south of the Kentucky line, so. <laughs> well, now, God bless you, son. I'm telling you. That's a good <laughs> Where did you grow up? Uh, Pickett County. So I'm from Pickett the County. smallest okay. town right. in the smallest county in the state of Tennessee. Is that right? Correct. Yeah. I've got a good friend, uh, Larry, who was raised in Macon County. Yes. And he, yeah. Next, next, next he, county yeah, east. Yeah. Is, and he has to, yeah, he has to uh, shuffle the cards. Hey, well, the other day, Kentucky came, last weekend, Kentucky came, of course, to Tennessee. And generally, when our boys walk in there, your guys pretty well take over. Our guys go in and see that orange paint, and they can't do anything. 
I've seen them walking MTSU and can't do anything, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and their colors are blue and white as well. That's right, yes. But uh, they come out, Kentucky came out with a win. So, And then Larry was pulling for the Dallas Cowboys, and he came <laughs> home Sunday. I talked to him Monday. I said, I know you've had a rough weekend, so I'm going to let you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's interesting. The community I grew up in, we were about halfway between Knoxville and Nashville. Right. Uh, yeah. And it was before cable TV, Kurt. Oh, wow. So we, we had the – Antenna. Do you have a party line? Uh, we did have a party yeah, we line. We did phone. too. Yeah, um, these guys don't know what a party line is. I don't know. What it's not a party. I can it's tell not you. a party, but yeah. there were several parties on the line. Um, <laughs> and so we we could. My 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 dad would. Uh, we we took the Knoxville newspaper. We watched uh, Knoxville uh, television stations because right. we could we could tune them in on the antenna uh, as easily as we could Nashville. Yeah. Um, and uh, and we listened to Knoxville radio. So sure. so this was before twenty four seven sports and ESPN, SEC right. ne- network. When the world was normal. That's yeah. right. Yeah. When the world was normal. And so to to hear about a, a sports team, you generally had to follow that local paper or be able to pick up a, a radio station out of that community. And so we listened to a lot of Vol sports over the years on on the radio. Listen to uh, the Atlanta Braves here on WGNS when I get sure. a chance. Yeah, and uh, try to follow MTSU and some of their sports activities that. Uh, that, that you ever remember Ray well. Mears? I do. Mm-hmm. I remember Ray Mears? Ray Mears. the fit one night. Kentucky was there. Back in the day, they, they were playing at at, at Thompson Bowling. He threw a fit and was kicking chairs and <laughs> Now I don't mean he was throwing chairs like Bobby Knight did out yeah. on the court, but he. He would throw a fit at drop by. <laughs> you never had to worry about where Coach Mears stood. That's if right, he didn't yeah. like a call, you found out about it pretty quick. But they let him go, and he's you know it was at the end of the game, and no sense in making that. But I remember that about him. He he must have been something else. And, and so Murfreesboro, but because we have attracted uh, so many uh, folks from out of town, uh, it is a melting pot of fans. Yes, uh, it is. Uh, yeah. We we have. Um, uh, such a variety of fans here and, and what I say to the folks that like U- UK and uh, Alabama and some of the other things it's okay to be a fan yeah, uh, yeah. sometimes you got to be a fan when times are tough sometimes you got to be a fan <laughs> when you're on top but just be a fan right Kurt exactly uh, and you know all of us need to support MTSU exactly I support those hometown. guys and I hear these people you know they ought to fire the coach let me tell you something I've talked to the coaches Coach Angel's been here Coach Stockstall you get to know these people and these are good people. Yeah. They really are. They're really good people. Now, I know they got a job doing all that. I understand that. Tough job. It's a tough job. It's very I mean, competitive. I, the, the the college sports is probably uh, college uh, athletics probably one of the most competitive um, um, activities. Recruiting and all of that. So recruit all the time. All right. Sam Huddleston. He's your new assistant manager, assistant city manager in Murfreesboro. If you see him this week. Kurt said, please be sure to give him a pat on the back, shake his hand, buy him a cup of coffee. He's got a complex about things like that. Kurt, wait. Kurt, if you got a problem with Kurt, just go up and start just start rattling him off. That's his job. So I'm here for you, Ed. <laughs> Me too. I'm Evelyn. Thank you. Thank you both again. Thank Appreciate you for having me. Jackson, thanks. Good job on the board. Bill's getting ready to get in here. We're going to get out of here. Until next Sunday at 8 o'clock for the Ed Raymer Show. I'm at the Evelyn Lee Raymer Show. I'm Ed Raymer. I'll catch you down the road. Good night.